Hello, everybody, and welcome to In-Depth, presented by the San Antonio Express News. My name is Luis Vasquez, and I'll be your host as we bring in journalists to give us an inside perspective into the stories they bring to the Express News each week. Today, I'm joined by staff writer Marina Starleaf-Riker. She joins the show to talk about her... Yeah. She joins the show to talk about the state's response to the latest COVID surge. Welcome back to the show, Marina. How are you doing this morning? Good. Thanks so much for having me. All right. So there's a we're in the middle of a COVID surge. Uh, surge. Well, why don't you go ahead and tell us what your article is about? Because it, it feels a little more complex than just um, where we have a COVID surge and we're not getting help. Kind of like the gist of it. But go ahead and, and let me know what's going on. Yeah. So I actually uh, the week before we we published this story, I had, I had started to hear that San Antonio was potentially asking the state for help um, to get nursing staff. And I should back up and say, uh, actually, starting in April of 2020, um, right when the pandemic was beginning and we were realizing kind of how serious this was, the state actually made a move to contract with uh, staffing agencies to hire nurses and respiratory therapists. So that way, the state had these giant contracts, and then local communities could actually just submit a state uh, request to the state and say, hey, we need 500 nurses or whatever that is. And then the state would send them nurses. So that way, they didn't actually have to negotiate the contracts, etc., um, so this time around, that actually went on from April of 2020 until June of this year, according to the state. Um, but this time around, uh, in end of July, when we started to see these major spikes, San Antonio started asking for help again, um, and the state wasn't responding. So we started looking into that, uh, myself and Josh Vector, um, and we realized that actually the, the state had kind of made this sh- sudden shift in policy. So instead of hiring the nurses themselves, which I should also back up and say, they were getting reimbursed by the federal government for all of this as well. They said, no, we're not going to do that anymore. We want cities and counties to dip into their own stimulus money from the federal government to hire these nurses instead, um, considering that that's federal funding. Um, but the hospital administrators and healthcare leaders that I spoke to, um, some of them were kind of confused. They didn't really know what this meant. Um, we were writing the story last Friday. The state had just sent out that letter on Thursday. Um, and this is when, I mean, hospitals were dealing with some very serious surges. So they really needed staff. Um, and I think they were really feeling the, the pressure of that. Um, so it, it just basically, I mean, I think it kind of surprised everyone to some degree. And then we were kind of just scrambling to figure out what was happening in our story. This was breaking news when you, um, when you reported it, have we learned anything since then? Uh, have they given it, has the state given any kind of response as to why they're not going to be doing this? Is it like a logistical thing or, or anything like that? Uh, so the policy still stands. The state is not going to be fulfilling those requests. Um, what the state actually told me last Friday, I talked with someone from the Texas Division of Emergency Management, which they had sent out this letter um, basically to cities and counties saying, hey, y'all have the stimulus money. You can use it to pay for medical surge staffing. So they did send another memo over the weekend basically saying that yes, this is the policy, and we will help you get reimbursed by the federal government 
should you need to hire nursing staff. But yeah, as of right now, I mean, that's still the policy. Um, I mean, hospitals here in San Antonio are definitely under some major strains. We're seeing patients crowded in the ERs. Um, I mean, our, our, our numbers have just jumped exponentially. Um, I mean, about a month ago, I think there were give or take about 140 patients in hospitals. And then as of yesterday evening, I think it was about 938. So when you just think about how many more people that is in hospitals, that's a lot of patients to take care of. Um, and then just to provide more context... Um, I mean, back in January, when we had that really bad surge here, um, I want to say our hospitals had give or take about 1,600 um, extra staffers that had been sent by the state. So that's 1,600 extra people um, that they don't have right now. And they had actually requested last week 550 nurses from the state. And that's the request that the state actually denied. That That's kind of what got our story started was we were like, hey... San Antonio asked for 550 nurses. Why didn't they get them? And why is this different than previous surges? You mentioned in your stories uh, how rural hospitals might might suffer a lot because of this um, policy. Because of this policy, well, how are they how are they uh, hit a little bit harder than maybe some of these larger cities hospitals? Yeah, and I, I mean, and a lot of this does remain to be seen, um, just because the surges are so localized. But I mean, you're seeing it; it's kind of bad everywhere in Texas right now. Um, so even, I mean, I was talking with major hospital systems here in San Antonio, and I mean, they said they're competing amongst each other for staff. So when you kind of think about it, just even pre-pandemic. I mean, it, it was really hard for rural hospitals to recruit folks to begin with. Um, I mean, because I would imagine big major metropolitan hospitals, they probably pay more. There are more job options for spouses if you're moving a family there. So, I mean, it just, it was a whole lot harder for them to get doctors and nurses even prior to the pandemic. And then now, all of these major cities are in massive COVID surges. They're trying whatever they can to possibly get nurses and respiratory therapists into their hospitals, and they're all competing against each other. So the, the rural hospital administrators that I spoke to were really concerned about that. And then their, their other concern um, was, and, and when I was talking to them on Friday, I should also say, most people, the vast majority of folks that I spoke with for the story actually did not know about the state policy change. They had no idea why the state was denying their requests. Apparently, that kind of communication hadn't gotten passed down by the time that I talked to them. So they were really worried about the financial impacts um, that, I mean, you had a lot of these rural hospitals that were struggling financially to begin with um, just because... Medicaid reimbursements being low, patients not being able to afford their medical bills, declining populations of patients just in those communities. And then these hospitals are worried that they're going to have to pay maybe two or three times what they normally would to get a nurse to come staff this surge. So they were really concerned about that. And I think that this is something that I mean we'll see unfold over the next several weeks and months. One of the one of the things you mentioned in the article, you said, was um, Seth Christensen, a spokesman for the Texas Division of, of Emergency Management, said that the state was also hoping to solve a problem that arose when the state provided uh, contracted medical staff. 
Some nurses quit their jobs at Texas hospitals to join staffing companies that offered higher pay. I didn't even know that that was a thing. Yeah. And that's something that I um, have not explored quite as much, but it's something that I actually, it was a complaint that I heard throughout the pandemic. And and I don't have data to show any of that. That was just when I was talking with them about, hey, why did you make this change? Um, that was something that he said. Because um, I mean, folks, I mean, we're under major pressure in their hospital systems and these staffing agencies do sometimes pay a lot more. So that was a big concern that hospitals were getting their staff poached by these staffing agencies. And I think that's still to some degree a concern now, even though they're not state contracted. Um, and I should also say, I mean, he also talked about how, yeah, Texas in Texas, um, emergency response typically, he said, is starts at the local level. And when you exhaust all your local resources, that's when you can go to the, to the state or the feds. So that's kind of what they were arguing was that, hey, counties have millions of dollars in some cases in federal funding that's earmarked specifically for this. They should be using that money to hire surge staff. I see. All right, Marina. Well, uh, we're going to keep a lookout on this and I'm sure we're going to talk about this some more uh, later on down the road. I appreciate you coming up so early in the morning. Thank you. Thanks so much.